Yeah, I, to be totally honest, I kind of just like to let it, like let it go. Yeah. I, so I'm a big fan of um, of like rolling intros where you kind of just like you hit record and then you go in and right. then you decide when you're when you're kind of starting. Okay, and that's that adds fine. Like a nice little adds a nice little um, natural feel in my opinion because it's it's just like this natural roll in. Yeah, it's kind of like someone walking in on you having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, like you know NASCAR, like you don't do like a like a stop to go, right? It's like a yeah, they do a rolling you start. Do a rolling start, right? Yeah, there you go. So it's kind of like that, except less cars, less um, accidents, less accidents, way less mullets. I, you know, I don't Not know if there's many that many mullets. mullets in NASCAR anymore. The mullet's coming back, first of all. Is it really? Yeah. What? Do you have definitive proof of this? How is the mullet? No. One of the most famous, like one of the most up and coming comedians right now has a mullet. Who is? Theo Vaughn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Theo Vaughn's got a fucking mullet. Yeah, he has, he has a man's mullet. <laughs> it's a mullet. It's all party in the back, baby. Dude, that's, that's, a, that's a straight fucking, that's got Naval back there. Oh. Like, it's not yeah. even a party. That's. <laughs> Brazil. It's a yearly Brazilian festival back there. My God. <laughs> Rio de Janeiro's never looked so goddamn good. <laughs> Oh. oh, so welcome, welcome back, back. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> welcome back to the area. Oh, what's up, shoppers? Welcome back to another episode of uh, what we like to call our organized madness. Yep. Um, Chaos in a bottle. Uh, how's your uh, How's your week been? Um, it's been all right. Surprisingly, yeah, it's been not surprisingly. I always assume you're doing all right. You yeah. Know? Thanks. I like to, it makes me feel better. Does it really? You know, it makes me feel better to, to think that you're in a better place. Yeah, of course. I, I, in a I better like, place. I'm like, I wonder what lies is up to him. He's probably good. <laughs> in actuality, the world's <laughs> <laughs> It's just crumbling around me. You're in a corner of a room that's leaking and you're just, oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm glad to you though that that's all right. No, that's not. No, oh, okay. No, I was gonna say. I'm saying it's like, oh, I bet he's all right, and then it cuts to you, right? Just uh, yeah, like half naked, covered in mud and blood. Wow. Mud and blood. Yeah, because you just dug up the remains of uh, apparently fucking Gregory Rasputin. Because wow, you know they still have his dick in a jar. Yes, you're right. They do. I've heard this. We dig. We digress. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> so as we were saying, welcome back to the Dairy Isle, everybody. Um, we're still. Bear with us because we still are trying to figure out like what our uh, what our general format is, but we will try to keep it as on the rails as possible. Um, That's the we, idea. We might diverge into conversations about uh, preserved peni from famous historical figures. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also, for those of you with keen ears, we are now using better audio mics. Uh, yeah, these are a little bit more uh, suited for podcasting. Yep, and since James, you know more about these than I do, what kind of mics are we using? Uh, so these are Audio Technica uh, compressor mics because right. dynamic is what we we're using before. So these work on a little bit more of a um, a little bit more of a directional basis. So you have to speak directly into them, and it really only picks up sound uh, in that way. So you don't have to worry about as much ambient noise and, and stuff like that. Echoes are are also much more much more muted okay because it's not picking up all the bouncing that's happening in the room right so it should sound more clear for you guys if it still sounds like we're in an empty airplane hangar um it's because we own one <laughs> it's because we are in one duh uh but yeah no it's, we also have a mixer too it's a work in progress all this is a work in progress i'm glad that you're all here for the disaster that is the beginning of this show also i think my mic just cut out 
Did it? Yeah, because you're up. I'm not up. Uh oh, hold on. I think it might be that my mic is messed up. So give me one second as we work through this audio issue. Yeah, give for if you couldn't hear him talking, he's basically saying that his mic is all kinds of messed up right now, and it might be a cable, maybe, or just the mic itself. Um, all that noise you're hearing is him rolling around trying to find oh, new stuff. I don't know if they're gonna hear it or not. They might. What the hell? You could strangle a fucking water buffalo with that. <laughs> Just string them together. All right. What's wrong with the other mic? Oh. Okay. All right, testing this mic out with a new UV cable and fucked still. Nope. We're still fucked, fuck city. But it's kind of like catching you a little bit. Look at the lights on the mixer. It's catching me off your mic. It's catching me off your mic. This is... If you shut your mic off, you won't be able to hear me. Well, I'm not going to turn off the mic because I want people to be able to hear me. You want to be able to be able to be able to hear me? You're... you're oh. Oh. oh! Oh! Yeah, it's like super... Like, that was like the thing. Yeah, I saw it here on the mixer. Yeah, very small. All right, so let me grab the other mic. All right, so now we're going to try with another mic. Oh. What? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, I think... Okay, I think we're good now. I think I forgot to... Well, what? I forgot to turn the gain up when I replugged the... When I re... When I plugged in this mic. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well... We're off to a good start. Complete with technical failures and everything. Yeah. All right, so we're back from our, uh, from our technical escapades. I think I got our mic fixed. Uh, if I didn't, it's going to be like kind of another solo episode of Elias, except he's talking to an imaginary friend. <laughs> Yay, imaginary friends. Yay, Billy's back. <laughs> I'm glad that it went from James to Billy. Yeah, well, your imaginary friend, my imaginary friend is Billy Did Banks. you ever have an imaginary friend, like an actual imaginary friend that you remember? Hmm, did I have an imaginary friend? I had like characters I made up in for like the different like situations I was in. Cause I would always like, like be in my own movies when I was a kid. I was an only child. So I had to, it was a lot of was a lot, me, myself and I, uh, growing I know up, how you feel. I was awkward around kids. So I, uh, yeah, it would be just like my pillow would be a person that I'd fight in like the jungles of you Brazil. too. Huh? Yeah. 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 Like if I, if I saw a toy gun or sword oh, that's it. or any combination of the two, my mother was buying it. Immediately. Oh, I have a story for you. Uh, ooh, wait, no, go, go, go. Giz so gives the deets growing up. I had two older sisters who were enough of an age gap away from me. Even the one closest to me, shout out to my big sister, Gabby, um, shout out Gabby and shout out to my, my bigger sister, Effie. Love you both. Mad love y'all. Um, but also, fuck y'all, because y'all never included me in <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, I love y'all, but man, my childhood was rough. <laughs> that shit was rough, son. You guys were mean as fuck. <laughs> well, they did give me a tough skin, but um, they were far enough away from me in the age gap, and mm -hmm. also the fact that they're, they're you know they're girls and I'm a boy. Um, and they were you know they were they were, they were two peas in a pod. Like they were always doing shit together. Yeah. And I just wasn't a part of that that program. Um, so I did kind of have like the only child life and that I had to like make up my own adventures. I had an imaginary friend. Um, I just, I did shit cause I was bored. How, and how consistent was your imaginary friend? Was it like, like it was the same 
person, quote unquote. Eh, I mean, time that you would like, hey, Greg, it's fuck, hey, it's another day. We're gonna go hang out. Not necessarily. Different thing. It was closer to what you did, where like you were the star of your own movie, and you basically had a bunch of extras that you imagined up in your head. Supporting cast, right? Supporting cast, exactly. So like, can I explain? Like anything, like a stick was suddenly a sword or a lightsaber, or depending on the shape, it might have been a rifle. Or something like that. Um, so, I did have a lot of those styles of adventures. And thankfully, we grew up in a big enough backyard that I had an ample supply of sticks um, that oh. would turn into swords or knives or arrows. Sticks. The Swiss army knife of the imagination. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, but also the fact that, like, there were these, there were these like, scenarios, I guess, that I would get into. And they were like, yo... I wrote some deep shit in my head as a kid. Like there was death, there was drama, no love, because I didn't, you know, I wasn't didn't there quite yet. Understand that yet? I wasn't. Like the, yeah, I was like, girls, the- they're there, they exist, awesome. Um, <laughs> but it was mean to me, <laughs> right? They're mean <laughs> the to me. Closest to me hurt me on a regular basis. Bastards. Um, but there was a lot of a lot of like making stories up and shit and being like, what are we doing today? Well, we're fighting this yeah. giant robot that's being built in the jungle, and we gotta go blow that fucker up before. You know, oh, he kills us all. Essentially so writing my own Metal Gear Solid storyline. Wow. Yeah. Dope. Years before. Do you did you ever like uh did you ever have like great finds? Like um Oh, like, like finding like started like a really old laptop that like no one used and they just had it because they never got rid of it. That, I found one of those. That is was, now that is now the fire control system on a Russian nuclear submarine that requires both keys to be turned simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I turned into Hacker Man really quick. Oh, insta hack the bo- oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I once had a, a microchip that attached to a Raptor that then I then controlled with my with my command center laptop. Wow. Oh yeah, it was Dude, a whole Yeah, you were in there. It was a whole bit. I wrote <laughs> I wrote Jurassic World before it was ever a Dude, thing. Dude. I'm telling you, we were there. Mhm. We were there. And we like, were in the thick of it. Imagination land. And being being Hispanic, of course, my parents were understanding of the fact that i needed to like do the thing that boys do which is just play around and like yeah boy imagine like yeah like blow shit up with your imagination and fight off a million ninjas on the front lawn at you know nine o'clock on a saturday but fight off those ninjas no you have to but they had this thing where well duh but anytime i picked up like a stick or anything and i was like it's a sword now they would call it un pinchillo which is basically like a a pokey sharp object for for our non-native spanish speakers um so there's this like not it's not like a famous incident in our family. It was just like a thing that happened often enough that it sort of became just like, a, oh, that's what he's doing today. <laughs> and like I would, oh, that's the choice you made today. Yeah, nice. Okay. So it'd be like a Saturday or a Sunday, and there'd be nothing to do at home, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm fighting off ninjas, monsters, aliens, you know, <laughs> fucking who knows what. And I would walk around in like with a pair of shorts and a shirt or whatever, mm-hmm. and any sword or any hockey stick, any baseball bat, anything that I could, I would stick it into the into the waist of my pant, like my, my, my waistline, yeah. right? Or down the back of my shirt, oh, yeah. a la blade, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And I would be fucking strapped, son. Oh, yeah. Like, it just depended on what kind of badass you were going to be that We're day. going to war that day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, there was, for those of you that have seen uh, Boondock Saints, the first one, when they meet their dad for the first time in the street and he opens up the trench coat and his body is just neck to knee covered in pistols, revolvers, and sharp objects. That was basically me, just not nearly as graceful or good looking. And 
there was a pinchillo for every occasion. Oh, Aliens yeah. got one. Ninjas got two of them. Dinosaurs? Monsters. Fuck them up. Got it. What's that? A ghost? I got this hockey stick. Actually, it's a ghost killing scythe. Let's do this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I would just run around the house in the backyard just oh, fucking man. up imaginary things. What's that pillow? You mean a fucking angry, genetically enhanced gorilla. Mm-hmm. He's going down. I would. So I uh, I was a troubled child. I would always I would always have a love story. That's the only difference I have. Damn, your, you had a love story. Experience. I had to have a love story. Damn, you romantic. I had to have something to fight for. You couldn't just fight. You can be like a freedom fighter or just no, fight to man, save the I planet. Had to be, I had to be a badass. There has to be some. Fucking save the chick. But like, was there like, the did chick. you actually have like an actual romance or just like you're no, following, like, you're following the archetype of saving the damsel in distress? I was following the archetype. Okay. Yeah, got like, it. Like I would, I would like walk it. Let's say like I walk into a room, right? And then all of a sudden this fucking, my pink pillow is been abducted by the white pillow and now I need to save her. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but except he's a demon. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So now I got to I got to pull out my magical blade. Beals you know above what himself. I mean? Whatever it might have been at the time, maybe I got it at Party City <laughs> on a Halloween clearance. Maybe I got it at the fair because I wouldn't shut up about it for an hour. Damn, and but half. you had actual props. Oh yeah, I had no. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, this was it was the only thing I ever wanted the best, at all times. The best prop I think I ever had, and I, I my parents listened to the podcast. Um, which is awesome. Shout out to mom and dad. I love you both. Oh, stop, mom and pop. Yeah, you're the you're the reason. You're the MVP. reason for the season. Oh yeah, all day, both of them. Um, but they <laughs> bought me get a, ch- uh, a kick out of hearing Pinjiba. Yeah, right. Um, I think I was maybe five or six, and Power Ra- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, of course, was the thing back uh, then. Had every weapon. Yeah, Thanks. lucky bastard. I only had Thanks, two of dad. them. I only ever had. I had the white. The White Rangers uh, talking tiger sword thing. Oh, I mean. That talked. That's all you needed. Right. Be, that, and then I had like this like knockoff Party City like Red Ranger and I'm doing the air quotes here. Ooh. It was like a plastic hollow katana. Ooh. But that I carried that shit everywhere. That was my boy. It's like, yes. But anything. If I found like a, I don't know, like I found like a broom that the broom head had fallen off, and yep. I'm like, it's fucking bow staff, let's do this shit. Don't get me wrong, I had the same thing. There was like, but the, you had uh, real props. No, no, no. Uh, w- they couldn't have trusted my, me w- with a knife. One, <laughs> it's a miracle I still have ten fingers. <laughs> my my dad was just happy I was playing with something violent. He was like, oh yeah, good, good, good job. He's like, he wanted an easy bake oven last year. I had to. Get <laughs> <laughs> I just shot yeah. him in the knee. I don't know. I I'm hoping no that'll that. figure something out. No, one of my favorite props was this like. Four foot or three and a half foot long, like wooden closet dowel, like the one you like put up to hang clothes. Yes, you'd have like those two brackets that like the wooden like, right. pole goes into. Exactly. So it's yeah, it's like diameter, maybe like two inches in diameter. Like pretty okay. thick. Yeah, you fuck. Thick, you yeah. fuck somebody up with that. And uh, and I wrapped the bottom half in like in like tape and like duct tape to, for Whoa. better grip. Yeah, 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 because it needed to have a handle. You know well, what I'm duh, saying? No, of course. And. Uh, and I wrote, I wrote on the side of it, it was Peacemaker, because I was watching a show, and this guy had a bat behind the bar, and it was called Peacemaker. Wow. And I was like, yeah, Yo, that's what my shit's called, too. How old were you? Badass. I was like nine. Dude, you're like the most nine badass nine-year-old ever. Yeah, dude, except I was a total puss. <laughs> <laughs> Not to those fucking except, demons. Except talking to new children made me super scared. <laughs> it's like, oh, what if they don't like me? Um, yeah, so I had, that was my favorite one. Like, and I had a bunch of props. I had a bunch of like swords. And I never like had a fucking six foot bow staff named Peacemaker. What yeah, the man. fuck? 
I just had pinchillos. I use it. I use it as a double great sword, double handed great sword. Wow. No, yeah. I was, dude. I was accuracy. I some dragons in my day. Yo, baby. I was accuracy through volume. Just <laughs> as many pinchillos as the job takes. That's it. That and guns, because my dad was always growing oh, up. My dude. dad was a gun guy, so like toy guns were just like a must. I had a lot of toy guns, but not because dad was a gun guy. Just because I felt that sometimes you just gotta shoot somebody <laughs> or something. Sometimes you just gotta fire metal out of a cylinder. Also, most of my heroes at the time in movies and TV shows. They were they they were pretty strapped, bro. They were letting them things bark. Action heroes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all Dang. the time. I mean, dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the the last action, the, what was it that movie he did, the last action hero? I the one where like the kid gets like his like golden like movie ticket and he flies into the screen and suddenly he's in like a movie world, but to so that movie world rules are real. Last last action hero I've n- actually never seen. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop. But all the classic Arnold movies I grew up watching, right? So Commando. Predator. Twins. Twins. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Kindergarten cop. No. Um, Who is your daddy? And why does he do uh, True Lies. That was a great movie. Oh, True Lies. Such I a good movie, love dude. True Lies. Jamie Lee Curtis can get it. That, that dancing scene. I think that was around the time that I'm like, I think girls might be a thing, dude. Like, <laughs> I think girls might just be more than mean to me and family. This is, this is real right now. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I remember also growing up on like uh, like the last Boy Scout, um, and Die Hard. Die Hard was good. Uh, that was fantastic. Lethal Weapon, like all the, all the you know, I never saw movies. any of the Lethal Weapons. Lethal Weapon's so good. I've never seen any of them, dude. Glover Gibson can't go wrong. I mean, it sounds like a good combo. It it, it really is a good combo. Is it a buddy cop though? Like it style? is, yeah, straight up a buddy cop. A a buddy cop with a little harder edge than okay. than like buddy cops would have. Like it's not like Beverly Hills Cop. Because the closest, the, like, my first ever exposure to, like, a, I guess, like, a real buddy cop was um, the first Rush Hour. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, because of our age. Right. But, yeah, it's not the first buddy cop movie, you know? No, I'm saying that's the first time that I ever saw one that I was like, I understand what's going on oh, here. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, watching all those movies as a kid, like, yeah, it just peaked. All oh, dude. And then, like, watching shit like Predator and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm fighting God. Predator, clearly, when I get home. Oh, like, no, I'm and you, you, you saw my backyard on the old house. Oh yeah! So can you imagine how many times that I fought Predator? Oh dude! Yo, every day I'm like 75 and 0 against that dude. You kidding me? Camouflage or no camouflage? I know the environment. <laughs> this is my home. Predator. You're not the only one that can climb trees, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I might not be invisible, but goddamn it, am I silent? Dude, you kidding me? You don't <laughs> think this? <laughs> you don't think this banana leaf that I stuffed into the back of my pants and hangs over the front of my head is camouflage enough? I am the forest. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. <laughs> um, Motherfucker. But yeah, man, those were so, those were some of the, the fucking like best memories. Like looking back on them, just because I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been. How do I say? Encouraged as much as I was to be like a little weirdo. Because I remember my mom just like I would tell her all these my adventures and all that shit. She's like, oh my god, it sounds so amazing, and like she'd just be like so supportive. Like, yeah, keep going to have adventures. My parents would do the same thing for the most part. I mean, there was always that like, all right, that's enough. It's time to come back home, like come back to reality, sort of. Um, but no, for the most part, yeah, I was I was given free reign over my own creativity. Like, do whatever you want, just don't hurt anybody and don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, and don't break anything because then we'll kill you. My, I would hurt myself on a regular basis. Did you ever have any like specific house rules that you had to know you had to obey before you went on your adventure? Um, don't break anything was always like a just like a 
it goes without saying kind of rule dude i had my mom had this she still has it she has this porcelain statue uh-huh. of a hitana like uh basically like a belly dancer okay and she's got like a tambourine and everything yo mom would like you could set this fucking house on fire if you break that fucking hitana statue i'm gonna use the pieces to construct your tombstone like <laughs> oh, all it's gonna say on your tombstone was you shouldn't have touched the hitana dude that shit and like well, of course i don't i've never asked her where she got it from i'm sure she's probably told me but it's gotten to the point now where like you have in in our family if you're like with the three kids we have fucking like there's straight reverence for that thing like you see it and you kind of like you, you nod your head in respect because you're like you made that that statue made it through our childhood, through three kids. Do you treat it like the, like an idol? <laughs> Not really. It, it feels like it sometimes where like I see it at, at her house and I'm like, yo, that shit's a relic. Like that that's that thing has a borderline religious iconography at this point because yeah, there's, there's power in the Hitana. Yo, it's for real. And I remember that like we'd have cleaning ladies every now and again, mm-hmm. you know, where my mom would go through this spurt where she's like, for the next six months, we're going to have a cleaning lady because I'm, do- I'm, <laughs> I'm done cleaning I'm this fucking done house with you fucks. Yeah. yeah. And they would break stuff once in a while because that's what happens with cleaning ladies. Mm-hmm. And we'd occasionally have the one that would just be like, you know, Senora Cruz, like I broke something, yada, yada, yada. And most of the time it was dumb. It'd be like a vase or a vase, depending on how much it costs. Um, and mom would be like, all right, thanks for telling me really quick. Yes. Is that what it is? What? I thought it was size. Vase For me, vase. it's always been if it's twenty five dollars or less, it's a vase. If it's more than twenty five bucks, it's a vase. Really? For me, everybody has some r- different reason. I always thought a vase was like was a bigger vase. Was like a like you know when it's like a really big decorative. Vase? Yeah, like the ones that are almost like hip height that are like three feet tall. Yeah, it's like a ridiculous. Yeah, like that's a vase. Yeah, for sure, that's a vase. Right, yeah. but what if it's something that's really small and ornate? And it's really expensive. It's still a vase. It's still a vase to me, yeah. I feel like it's vase is so like, oh, it's a cool vase you have. And it's just a giant glass. Like, a, like you got this shit I at mean, fucking yeah, Dollar basic, General. It's basically what vases are. You yeah. know? But then you went to like a pottery place and some dude like handcrafted like a vase for you. That shit's not a vase anymore. It's a fucking, that's a vase. It's a vase, baby. That's a vase, son. Was it free? Nah, nah. You paid for that shit. How that much was handcrafted. Pay? Nah, I'm saying if it's $25 or more. That dude at least charging you 60, 70 bucks for that thing. That's a vase now. That's ridiculous. Now. Okay, so what if I make What if I make a thimble-sized vase, but it costs like $2,000? That's a really small vase, son. Jesus. <laughs> I can't get behind this. You don't have to. I'm saying it's my thing, baby. You gonna, make up your own. I'm going to pontificate on this and then pontificate all you want. Um so yeah, so they would break something. So yeah, they'd break something and they tell my mom, my mom would be like, "Okay, cool." But I always felt like she'd pull them to the side and be like, break whatever you want. If you touch the Hitana, your family dies. <laughs> like, I will burn you at the stake in my backyard. Yeah, like my mom, my mom does not play games. I'll, t- I'll say this about my mom. And, I, and I, I love her more than, the, more than the air in my own lungs. But if my mom ever gave me two things, it was a sense of empathy and the sharpest fucking teeth that she could ever help me file down. Like... She gave me that sense that like there are sharks out there and you have to be 20 times more vicious than they ever will be. But before you do, show them compassion and empathy. Thank God you elaborated on that because I uh, I absolutely thought that she made you file your teeth down as a child uh, to be more shark-like. And I was actually kind of worried. You say this, you know, fun medical fact about me. I actually had like human style shark teeth. I was born with two sets of permanent teeth. 
What? Yeah. So I'll explain this. You I got ha- both? Yeah. No, I didn't keep them both. Um, there's actually a human out there with my teeth somewhere. I'm kidding. Um, my teeth were ground down and I, I spread their ashes. No. <laughs> Super gross. Super gross. So you had baby teeth? So I had baby teeth and then I had... A set and of permanent teeth. Got real overachiever. Yeah, super. We're going for gold. Um, <laughs> Teacher's pet in here, dude. So I had I had my baby teeth, and then I had my permanent teeth, which were right on like right on top of them mm-hmm. in the normal way that they should have been. And then I had a second set of permanent teeth that were essentially all folded horizontally, like okay. somewhere up in my skull, which explained why, as a kid, like kindergarten, first, second grade, I had nosebleeds like clockwork. Like at least once, I'd have at least one good solid nosebleed every like two or three days. Because you were beavering it. Basically, from what my dentist, I remember what I remember him explaining to me is that the teeth in my skull, the ones that were like the second set, were basically like they already had grown like nerves and stuff around them. And every time that they'd move, it would cause a nosebleed for some reason. Like the ones that were close to my to I'm my assuming nose. it would be pressure. Probably. It would probably burst a blood vessel or something. It something. Bleed. I wouldn't feel it. Like, I would just be talking yeah. to someone and be like, we're going to play back. Oh, my God, you're bleeding. It's like, and if, you, like if, you, if you've ever picked your nose and you forget to, like, trim your nails. And, and you, you kind of like, cut yourself it, a little bit. And you don't even feel it. You're just like, right. little, like, you're like oh, I scratched no, but a little hard. This, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh. No, but this would be me talking to someone. And I would be, it'd be like a coke addict. Like, suddenly, just a stream of blood would shoot out of my nose. And the people would be like, he's dying, miss. <laughs> and I thankfully learned... At that time, and there was one, there was this one teacher, um, fantastic third grade uh, teacher. I had her very briefly. Her name was Miss Sotolongo. Mm-hmm. And she was the only teacher that never made me tilt my head back, which apparently is really bad for you if you have a nosebleed. Yeah. She would make me go to the bathroom with like a buddy mm-hmm. and she would be like, I know it's going to be gross. Look into the, into the sink and just blow your nose. Just mm-hmm. blow all the snot and the blood out. It'll stop the bleeding. And I was like, I, that makes no sense to me, but okay, cool. And I would do it, and it looked like a shotgun blast, like a Jackson Pollock. Boom! But sure as shit, after doing it like two or three times, she'd be like, when you're done, make sure you pinch your nose. Like, just sit up straight. Don't tilt your head back. Just pinch your nose. And I would do it, and I felt fine. And the bleeding would stop. Whereas two older teachers would be like, tilt your head back. It'll make the bleeding stop. And I'd be like, no. Tilt your head back. Say like four Hail Marys. Now I just have the fucking bloodiest loogies ever. Like, Mm -hmm. if I spit, Mm -hmm. I'm going to look like I'm a professional boxer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... I was always yeah. uh, so multi teeth. By the way, that was a thing. A really live. Like I actually had shark teeth. I'd actually want to say something about this. It's so weird when you're a kid, like when you're little, like shit like that is just taken so differently. Because I remember losing my teeth in like kindergarten, and it being like the talk of the class for like the la- like the latter half of the day. Like if we had like two or three hours left, it was after recess. That whatever. like you lost a tooth. Yeah, that was like, like my tooth was loose, and it'd be like, oh. Oh, my tooth came out. And we'll be like, oh, let oh, me see my it. Tooth came out. Oh, let me see it. Oh, what? Oh, and these would be like, can I feel it? Give me your tooth so we can clean it. And I just remember everyone just like freaking out about it. But if you take that scenario now, and like, let's say you will go to work, <laughs> and a tooth and your comes tooth out, tooth comes out, people just. You should go to a doctor right now. Jesus Christ, that's not good. You know, the first day, like, hey, do you want to take the day off? You have sick hours, like, you can use. Man, you should kids, go to a dentist. Kids just think everything's fucking interesting. You want to hear? new. You want to hear some funny shit about teeth? Yeah. Good and now that we're still, you know, bringing bringing By mom way, back on. How this. did they get your teeth out? So we're gonna get to that. This is gonna be a saga. So, oh. um, backstory for those Shocking of you who haven't put nightmare. it together. Um, I am of Cuban and Spanish heritage. Um. 
being born in Miami, that is not at all a, a rare thing. Um, so when I was very young, uh, and I lost one of my first baby teeth. Mm-hmm. It was because we had an old swing set back when safety was not a thing. This mm-hmm. was an iron swing set, like basically set into concrete somewhere in my like half acre of a jungle in my backyard. Yeah. Um, and my sister, shout out to Gabby, thanks, uh, pushed me down and I hit my face on something, mo- probably concrete. A solid sister move. A hundred percent. And my tooth flew out. I found the tooth ran inside with her my mom had heard that if you put a baby tooth in a small amount of milk and you take it to the dentist right away they can still save it like if that tooth was not ready to come out yet they can somehow through some sort of weird dental witchcraft can put it back in your face i don't Why know would they but i don't know it doesn't affect your tooth growth so get what guess what mom did mom didn't hear a small amount of milk mom was oh my god grabs a tooth and bloop, drops it into a gallon of milk <laughs> And just took that shit with me to the dentist. And the dentist was like, wow, first off, great instincts putting it into milk. But holy hell, did you overdo it? So much milk. Like, just wow. Could have used a thimble of milk. Just, uh, you could have, like, a drop, just like a turkey baster, and just put a couple drops on it. It would have been fine. My mother put it into an entire gallon Gallon of milk. milk. So it looked like she went to the dentist, but forgot she had done groceries. (laughs) And showed up. I need dental work. Don't worry about the milk. And he was just like, he just straight told her, like, don't worry about it. So for the longest time. (laughs) He wasted your time. Right. So for the longest time, I just had this fucking gap in my face. I was a hideous child. I'd like to preface this by saying that I was just a round, suntanned, toothless ball of energy until i hit like 13 or 14 just the grossest yeah just hideous crotch goblins so eventually upon that that fateful day Mm -hmm. the dentist was like why don't we just do some x-rays while we're here make sure there's no damage to the jawline that he didn't crack another tooth or something just be safe he's five so he comes back with the x-rays and he's like i need to talk to you and my mom is like oh my god what's a shark <laughs> we don't know how this happened did you um, have sex with a great white possibly in Mexico? did you adopt him from a experimental government facility somewhere <laughs> in nevada like where did you give birth miami Aquarium? apparently um uh, so he shows her the x-rays and he then has to point out to her like you see all those little dots those are all teeth and my mom was like yeah those are his permanent teeth and he goes those aren't the ones i'm pointing at i'm pointing at the ones above those and that's when mom was like oh snap oh snippity snap yeah snap. shit son this is real and he explains to my mom, like, well, he's got two sets of permanent teeth. It's not like that it's like he's, you know, one in a million. It's just rare. Like, yeah, it's not very common, but it is known about in the dental, like in like dental practices. Yeah. And we know how to fix it. Um, So they were Both like, but hormones went a little crazy. Just a hair. So they told her, like, just let him go about his normal procedure. Like his baby teeth will fall out. The permanent teeth that are above them will come in. When those are coming in, we're going to have to remove those and pull down the other ones. Yo, that surgery yeah. was out of control. Fuck that. I also well, I'm assuming f- you're asleep. Uh, no. So I have this thing with getting like needles like in my arms. Yeah. I don't like it. And it's not the needle. It's just like the idea of having a foreign object in my body. Not fun. Well, that's the problem with Chrissy. Yeah. So like well, I have. Chris, no, Chrissy hates the thought of like something being pushed into her body. Like. An outside, an outside liquid 
being pushed into her body. Oh, no, okay. but like intravenously. I was going to say, I was like, that's going to make no, sex no, sexuals, weird. Sexuals, yeah, that's totally fine and okay. natural and normal. Um, so, but she doesn't have a vagina on her arm for needles, you know what I mean? This is true. This is very true. Yeah. That'd be really awkward. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, just put it in my uh, elbow vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Kill with fire. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> so we go to the, the doctor, to the you know the surgeon to do this whole thing. And I was just in there with my sister. Again, shout out to Gabby. She was there for a lot of these adventures. Yeah, seriously. She's my ride or die. Um, so we're in there like. <laughs> she's, every time someone passes by, I did that. I did that. I did, I did that. You're I broke welcome. him. Um, so we're in there making jokes, talking shit. You know, it's the two of us and my mom. And I knew that I was going to have to get a shot for something but i didn't know what it was i didn't realize that it was going to be general anesthesia because they're like no he's not awake for this he's out yeah but i was like i don't want to do that with general anesthesia and i don't want to get the needle and they were like okay that's fine we can put the anesthesia in a cup of soda you drink that and you're done and i was like okay cool let's do that disgusting by the way i still remember the taste but i was out fast but before i got there I freaked out my sister because five minutes before we were laughing and joking and making jokes and talking shit. They put us in our waiting room, like uh-huh. in our little private like mm-hmm. surgery suite. And I'd never experienced the Benadryl effect before. Like the tranquilizer where you're just like trying to fight it. You're like, I don't feel so. This is yeah. weird. And I had my first ever like, I don't feel good, Mr. Stark kind of moment. And I, uh-huh. I, yeah, I was fading in and out of consciousness and it felt weird. And I told my mom, like, mom, what's happening? I don't feel right. And my sister just went zero to a hundred, just freaking out. What did they do to my brother? Like <laughs> losing her mind. And she had, my mom was like, I'm going to take her out of the room. Yeah. And I She's passed making a ruckus. And I, I, I knocked out. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm, it's been like two or three hours later. The uh-huh. surgery's done. They removed all of my permanent teeth and brought down the other ones. Nice. My mouth filled to the brim with blood. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Just the blood. And they were like, by the way, you're going to throw up now. And I was like, why? They're like the anesthesia. And I was like, oh, that's... I literally threw up what felt like a gallon of blood. Uh, I just... I repainted the toilet. Yeah. Don't listen to this podcast if you're eating, by the way. Super late warning on that, but... Yes. Um, Spoiler Dental alert. surgery is fucking rough. It's, that that's, Yeah. Is, welcome to the fucking Thunderdome, dude. That sounds horrible. So How then, bad was the pain after? Like, recovery um, pain? <sighs> I mean, to the best of my memory, it it felt like I had been repeatedly punched in the face by an amateur boxer for the period of like a week. (laughs) Yeah, just pinpoint accuracy with one knuckle. Mm, Um, mm, mm. And after that, it was like it was just letting my teeth sort of kind of adjust and then braces for, I think, the better part of seven years. Jesus. Yeah, that sucked. What a fucking what a way to fuck up, dude. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot. Your parents, a lot of fucking money. We had good we had good insurance. You had to go through a lot of pain. I mean, I learned through all of this, through all of my dental, you know, adventures, especially getting my wisdom teeth taken out, which by the way, if you haven't done those and they need to get taken out, please just do it. Don't don't ruin your smile and then deal with the headaches and the pressure. It's not worth it. If you can get it done, please do. Um also the drugs they give you, super duper fun. Um also I've because of that I became a huge advocate for getting gassed when you're gonna go to into surgery. It's so delicious. It's amazing. Um, I made I it. Have, I have I have a story about getting gas. They made it me is, count it down. It is the strangest feeling. Dude, yeah. they made me count down mm-hmm. from 10. James, I made it to potato. <laughs> like 10, 10 9, 
I made it to. I had to get an endoscopy. Uh, I've had, had four of those uh, and one colonoscopy. Christie's, Not fun. Christie's dad used to do that without anesthesia. Really, just straight. Oh yeah, he'd be like, just fucking give me the camera. Wow. That is because he didn't because he wanted to drive himself. He didn't want to have to be. He didn't want to have to go on. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Up and do all that and get oh, no. drowsy. He's like, fuck that, dude. I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> no, my gag reflex is entirely too powerful. Yeah. Um, they well, no, they would numb him out. Like they'd oh, numb okay. his throat out. So I thought they just sat him down in the waiting room. They're like, don't anybody worry no, about this. Just, He's special. I mean, it's just uncomfortable. You're like, they're just feeding a they're garden like, hose into yeah. his throat. Like you're all right. <laughs> Basically, <they're> just feeding <laughs> wire. Um, I hope they don't use the same camera for the colonoscopies. But yeah, dude, the fucking counting down, like the gas. When it was just like, all right, well, you're gonna need to, you're gonna, you know, count down from ten, um, and then you know, you're just gonna go to bed. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. You ever go night night? But <laughs> so I had this was like right after that fucking uh, what's that movie? What's that shitty fucking Hayden Christensen movie? Hayden Christensen movie? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. That's, that's Is it Jumper? No, before that, where he's uh, he's getting like a heart surgery, but he's awake for it. Isn't it called awake? Oh yeah, there you go, awake. <laughs> Uh, that was fast. <laughs> blocking me out of my brain. So I had just seen that like two months before. Okay. Because uh, Christy had a huge crush on Hayden Christensen growing up. So we had to see every fucking movie he was in. Um, so I saw that and then I have to go get an endoscopy. So I'm thinking I'm going to wake up in the middle of this fucking thing. Wow. I'm have a camera in my throat. I don't know what's going to go Why? on. Why? Why would you willingly watch that before going into a like a surgical well, I procedure? Didn't know I was gonna. I didn't know I was gonna get an endoscopy. I literally started having stomach cramps, and my mom was like, "Okay, we like midway through the movie, gastro. huh? Like midway through the movie? No, dude, like two months after they're watching. Oh, the I'm here. Like you guys sat down to watch, and they're like, "Oh my god, my butt!" And they're like, <laughs> "Oh, someone take me to surgery immediately." <laughs> I don't know why their immediate thought is I'm calling nine one one. Stick a camera. I've just seen awake surgery <laughs> now, please. <laughs> They're like the bad Hayden Christensen movie. <laughs> They're doing the review over the phone yeah. with you. Are, um, you. are you sure the movie isn't making you feel like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was two months before uh, I saw the movie. I saw the movie, and then two months later, I had uh, an endoscopy. So they were like, "All right, just you know, take deep, full breaths, count ba- count backwards from ten, and uh, and eventually you'll go night night." And I think I got to like eight, and I was in the middle of saying seven. And then all I remember is waking back up. Really? Yeah. Like I don't, it felt immediate. Like I, like I felt like my consciousness go. And then I remember like waking up and freaking out internally. Cause I thought I was waking up in the middle of the procedure. Cause everything feels so quick. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, but no, I was waking up to my mom going like, Hey, her, can you wake up already? Like the eight year old woke up. Can you? <laughs> Cause I was like, <laughs> Like 16 at the time. Or something. I'm glad she's like embarrassed at this yeah, point. She's just like, hey, oh yeah, can like, you fucking, oh yeah, speed it, it up. Then Annie woke up. Can you fucking come on? Keep up, please. And I'm just like, oh, what? So I'm like basically stoned. And my mom, and my mom is making me feel bad because the eight year old who went in like five minutes before me is already like up and about. Fuck that guy. Uh, so I, uh, but I, I always thought that it was like this, the weirdest feeling going out and then just like all that time is just gone like but immediately gone it's there's no like black for a second then wake up there's no like sleepy time like no it's it's instantaneous like lights off lights on and this is for the endoscopy yeah i've only maybe like a 20 minute procedure uh, yeah no i've the the four that i had or the three that i had felt 
forever but yeah i think mom told me that they were like in reality the whole thing was 25 or 30 minutes from like the second the camera goes into your mouth to when they're like okay we're done go ahead and put him on the bed that's like a 20 to 5 a 20 to 5 25 to 30 minute procedure plus like maybe 10 or 15 minutes like up or down on on you like wakey up recovery time yeah um i have only woken up kind of sort of during one procedure ever and it was getting my wisdom teeth taken out nope the the surgeon cracked the last tooth no thing as he was pulling you. it out i woke up for a second like i came out like wow god hi and all i remember hearing was the nurse going oh no honey and just <laughs> i just hear like the, suffocate that boy uh, just all yeah gas. just put the gas just go, go gas him i woke up for a second she but that's sure i knocked the that's fuck all out. i heard is oh no honey and she turns on the fucking gas and i was like wow god and i knocked out, out again and the next thing I know, I wake up, I'm in the waiting room. They had somehow gotten me out of the bed, like yeah, the, the chair. Me. And I'm just sitting in the How waiting room. You when you got your wisdom teeth in the room? Like five, I must have been 15, maybe. I mean, even now, you could be. But I was just, I looked like a corpse. I must have looked like a, just a slumped over bag of meat in the waiting room while these other fucking poor terrified people are there to get their wisdom teeth. Like, is that what's going to happen to me in, uh, in an hour? Do they kill me and take my soul and I'm an empty husband? The only thing I remember was that as I'm coming at, sorry, hiccups. As I was coming out of it, my mom is at the counter filling out the end of the paperwork, being like, all right, what prescription are they giving him? And they're like, listen, we're going to give him, I think it was like 50 milligrams of Vicodin or something like that. Um, and I just remember going, woo, Vicodin, let's do it. And my mom is like, I am so sorry. And they're like, don't worry. He's super high right now. Like yeah, the like, gas and the anesthesia, mild. this is fine. You, you're going to have, this is going to be enjoyable. And the whole way to the car, I was like, this is great. Who who are you? Where's my... Thanks, nice lady. Where'd my lips go? Like, I wish that it had happened now, like that I was younger so we could record it. Do you know feet are right here? <laughs> is this real life? Yeah, this was... I don't remember... Our shoes I, feet, by I the way. I don't remember if I, if I was like saying anything. Because there was... I don't know. I don't remember... I don't remember much. Also, my mom is like a very like not detailed storyteller, so like she doesn't play things back in like a very you know like when you walk through the story, you're like, oh my god, it was Monday at like three in the afternoon. I got to the grocery store. Your mom is just like a thing happened. Yeah, my mom was just like this thing happened. Yeah, we you're went all to right. a thing. Yeah, he was like all messed up or whatever, and then uh, and I'm just like, but give me, I need deets, man. Ah, uh, the deets. I need to know what's up. Did I say anything weird? Did I hit on everything? Was I trying to kiss a tree? Like, give me something. I felt like I hit on one of the nurses that day that I got. Probably. I just don't remember. Probably. The crazy part is that, like, the when I when I was sitting down in the chair, the nurse gave me a stress ball. And I was like, I mean, I'm not particularly stressed out. Is there a reason I need this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, honey, I mean, we're going to have to put, like, a, the IV in your vein. And I was she like, really no, her. the fuck we are not. And that was because they didn't know that they were going to have to give me the gas. They just thought they were going to oh. give me general anesthesia. I was going to go night night and they're going to do the procedure. So when she tells me that they're going to stick me, my immediate reaction, of course, was no, the fuck you are not at all. I am leaving. Yeah. You are fucking mistaken. And so I call my mom in and I was like, you didn't tell me anything about an injection, nothing. And she's like, but oh, how did you think that this was going to go down? And I was like, not fucking like this. And I was like, can I get gas? I've heard of this laughing gas stuff. Help me out. Hook it up. And they got the gas. 
I don't know if it cost more. I didn't give a shit. I wasn't paying for this. I had health insurance. I think it actually does. All I know is that they wheeled in a like tank. like a tank, and it had this like fill me up like a helium balloon, baby. What was what I do remember was the fact that the tank looked super antiquated versus what was hooked up to it. Which was like a computer with the most futuristic looking plastic mask you've ever seen. Because it covers your whole fucking face. It's like a helmet almost. And they it's just... up to like a tetanus fucking wet dream. It's just... It, it's like a like an iron lung. It yeah. says, what is this ancient piece of shit? And then the mask is from 2095. And they put it over me and she's like, all right, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. It has like a rubber seal and everything. Mm-hmm. And it goes over and she turns on the gas. Yeah, they can't have the room filling with that shit. Yeah, no, just... She turns on the gas and she's like, all right, sweetie, just, you know, breathe like deep breaths and count down from 10. And like I said, I made it to potato. It's 10, 9, potato. And that's it. I was out. out. Um, And I woke up sort of, kind of. I don't remember waking up 100%. I do remember kind of opening my eyes, sort of, and hearing, oh, no. And hearing hearing the nozzle turn on and there's being like... And knocking and out again. Goodbye. And then the next thing I remember was I was in the waiting room her celebrating Vicodin. Like, hey, Vicodin! This is going to be great! And then ev- everything after that was like like flashes. Like, I have a momentary flash remembering going outside uh-huh. and it being super bright and sunny and mom hauling my ass to the car. And after that, the next thing I remember is my mom and my dad tossing my lazy ass into bed. Because it's not lazy. I was maybe like a buck 20, a buck 30. I was a very skinny child. But when you're boneless, dude, you might as well weigh two tons. And they just oh, yeah, dead weight, fl- dead weight. they flung me into my bed. And there began a, probably the longest single sleeping session of my entire life. I think I slept for almost 17 or 18 hours nonstop. I think I got up once to pee. Don't remember it. That was autopilot. Nothing else was working that day. Yeah, you're just like, I'm not going to piss that was That was bladder, brain, penis. No other... Maybe the legs. I'm not even sure. I could have floated. Could have dragged yourself. Just crawling around the floor. (laughs) Must pee in toilet. (laughs) Have to pee in toilet. Somehow ends up in the trash can. I never had like any weird um, like medical issues as like a kid like growing up. Besides, like my stomach would have like like had an issue, but that was because I had like a weird bacteria in there that I had to get rid of. What did you have like H. pylori? Something like that. Okay. Some weird shit. It was causing me to have like stomach cramps and like I wasn't I wasn't uh, able to keep food down too well. And you know me, I'm I'm like gastrointestinally broken, yeah. so I'm right there with you. I know how you feel. Uh, but that was the only like issue I had. And then the only thing I had growing up that was like that I hated was I had a skin tack. Like in the center, I still have a scar in the center, like right above my belly button, like right here. I had a really really big skin tag. Really? Yeah. Like for dude, ever since I can remember. And, uh, and it was the fucking worst because it was, it was like that tall. Please tell me that that was your imaginary friend. No, no. We've come full circle. It was my imaginary or my very real enemy. (laughs) Um, yeah. Cause I would, I fucking didn't want to take my shirt off. I didn't want it. You know, like it was just like really embarrassing. And then obviously uh, children are you know, the, the devil. devil. Yeah. So they, they have zero remorse for your feelings. Uh, it's funny how like self-conscious we are at such a young age of certain things. With, even with no input. Sure. We then, just And then with no empathy. Yeah, we just imagine that people are going to make fun of us. No one's actually ever made fun of us for that thing, but we're like, I can guarantee... So I was well, telling you, like, well, it's the same. It's the same like thing as even when you're an adult, right? Like, it's the men's warehouse of feelings, but the opposite. You're yeah, gonna hate the way you look. But even as an adult, like, if you, 
let's say you're watching a play. Right. Right. You're just kind of watching a thing. You're not necessarily like hyper focusing on any specific thing on that stage. You're just watching a thing as it goes. Um, but when you're on the stage, you all of a sudden think that everyone is staring at every single part of you and noticing every little quirk and dysfunction. And, you know, it's kind of just like that thought process where uh-huh. you're like, you see this one thing and maybe one person notices it. But in your head, you're like, everyone sees it, and they're judging me for it, and they think I'm a fucking freak. They're writing down notes to make fun of me later. Oh, for sure. Or just never inviting me again because I'm a horrible monster. (laughs) So I had this skin tag. It always bothered me. And I remember I was like seven or eight years old, and and my mom took me to my my pediatrician, and he was great. Dr. Nunez, shout out. Uh, Best pediatrician in Kendall. I don't know if you're still in the game, but if you are, go to Dr. Nunez. He's a shit. So we went, and my mom was like, we're going to go get your skin pack removed. And I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> I heard from my uncle that they freeze that shit. That's, that's what I thought they right? do. That's they, what they I've heard. Put, they, they touch it with a, with, with a magical wand. It's like a pen, right? And it freezes it. And then it just falls off because it's dead. That's, isn't that the same thing they do with warts? Exactly, exactly how, it was, how it was explained to me. Right. So I get into the doctor's office. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're chilling. It's Dr. Suddenly Lee there's a blowtorch. Sup, bruh? <laughs> what he the takes fuck? me in does the whole usual hey how you feeling how you doing how you doing kiddo blah 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 he takes me into a room and he has me laid out I'm fucking waiting I'm like, let's cool. fucking do this he shit it's his fucking ice wand they're gonna use <laughs> fucking freeze this shit off it's gonna be dope he comes in the room he chit chats as he does opens a drawer and pulls out like a little plastic bag I'm like oh that must be the fucking that's the ice wand. wand that they fucking have to change out every time nah opens it up Paramedical scissors. And all of a sudden, I start to piece things together. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to cut this shit off my body? You're going to do me? You're going to do me like that, dog? You're going to do it? Dude, I immediately <sighs> freak out. Without quite. I'm like, nope. I think I literally said that as like a seven year old. <laughs> I was like, nope. And I got, I sat up like I was like, oh, no, we're leaving. Like, I'm right. Like, yeah. yeah. This like, ain't I'm, happening like, I'm today. Offended. I'm offended. We'll you know reschedule. I mean? My people will call your people. So I get up to leave and immediately he's like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to <laughs> lay down. So it's him, a nurse, and my mom holding me down because I'm losing it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because my grandmother could have done this shit at home and she would have given me chocolate milk afterward. So they're holding me down. They're holding me down like a fucking interrogation scene out of a World War II film. And he's just like, dude, oh re- he's like, oye, oye, relájate, relájate, un momentico, it's one second. Like, it's just going to be Did he at second. least numb it out? No. <laughs> what the- Dude, this guy is fucking real. He's what so f- real. So he's just like, stop, look at me, look at me, take a deep breath, all right? We're- he's like, look, on three. We're going to do it on three, okay? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. He puts it around the skin tack at the base. He's like, all right, you ready? Look at me. One, two, snip. Snips it. I'm like, <laughs> and I look down. And just blood. Just blood. <laughs> just blood starts pouring out. And then I'm dumb in seven. So I think that now there's just a hole to the inside of me. Right. Right, like. 
I don't think about the the layer of tissue underneath no. my skin. It's a it's a gunshot wound. I'm just like, no, all the blood in my body is going to now escape from, from this leak that you've Please created. tell me that you plugged it with your finger. You oh, I immediately boop. tried to touch it. He was like, stop fucking doing anything. <laughs> so they put like a wad of gauze, like an inch thick. It's like a square of gauze. Right on it. So yeah, right on it. They tape it down. They're like, you're going to be fine or whatever. And to be fair, this did surprise them a bit because it, like I remember their face being like, oh, shit. Um... But the gauze filled up really quickly, like to the point where it started to then leak. Right. And they were just like, oh, Jesus Christ. We should get more gauze. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, let's put a little more. Get me a lighter. (laughs) And in my head, I'm just like, I'm going to do this hard. But but it ended up being fine. And then I didn't have to deal with my skin tech anymore. But it was the worst surprise because I'm going in there thinking like, oh, this is going to be the most fucking painless thing ever. Freeze it and that's it and done. No, they're going to. Oh, boy. Cut it off with scissors. Yo, let me tell you about the time that I cracked the back of my head open. And by crack it, I mean scratched the surface. We're going to have to revisit this because we're already... At how long? 52. An hour and 52? No, we're at 52. Oh, what the fuck? an hour. Let's keep going. No, we're going to keep going. We have other... We have have would you rathers? We're going to get to those. I'll look. I'll summarize it. I was in seventh grade... All right, I was balancing on some like log or something like that in the Mistake. front of our middle school. Mistakes were made. Well, no, it was a really big log. It was like I think it might have been like um, like an old uh, wooden like an ship. old no, it's an old wooden ship, um, like an old like wooden like a uh, phone pole that they ended up like cutting down, and they're oh, like, we're oh, just gonna oh, use oh, okay. this to decorate the front of this middle school. Okay, so Florida's like a weird two place. Foot, two feet in diameter. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Um, but it's like nestled in like a ton of fucking mulch. So this thing really isn't moving anywhere. You're not like rolling on log like a fucking lumberjack on a river. Okay. You know, you're standing on it. Which I've always wanted to do. Right. And there were these gigantic coral rocks behind me. And for whatever fucking reason, one of these little shits that I went to middle school was with was like, what if I push him off? And he just walked up to me and pushed me backwards. And I fell back in the only part of my body that's... What a scientist that kid was. So I wonder what happens what if I push him off. How does gravity work? What happens if I push him off? Oh, he gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. So I fell back and I scratched the back of my head against a coral rock. Mm. For those of you that have never had a cranial or head-based injury, even if it's just scratching the skin, it is more blood than you can imagine. It's more blood than is reasonable. Like, It's a dramatic amount of blood. For such a small injury, yeah. like... It's that's why if you've ever seen like um, I hope you never have to see this, but if you've wandered the internet long enough, you have probably seen a video of somebody shooting themselves in the head, and just Jesus Christ, this got dark. Yeah, well, just the jettison of blood that shoots out of people's noses when that happens is amazing, and I now know why having scratched. And I, when I tell you scratched, I mean like it was a deep enough scratch that if I show you the back of my head right now, you'll notice that I have a bald spot back mm-hmm. there because it just took everything with it. The amount of blood that came out was so much that from the front of the of the middle school through the front doors to the nurse's office all i could keep saying was am i gonna die i just kept repeating it to my friend am i gonna die am i gonna die is this how i die because i was like that's it the back of my brain is exposed to the elements i'm gonna die now this is blood loss 100 percent. this is how it ends and they were like, dude, you're not going to die. Relax. They were just using those shitty brown paper towels that all middle schools used to have. And I think they still do. And they were just, dude. That literally don't absorb anything. They, they don't absorb move. anything. They, they just move, move liquid. I'm pretty sure 
that they're hydrophobic. 100%. They just move liquid around. Yeah, from point A to point B. Yeah, there's zero absorption. I think they literally got these things to absorb my blood because they just wouldn't stop trying until finally the paramedics got there and they used like a thing of gauze. I had lost enough blood that I was getting a little woozy because the paramedic was like, it's enough that it's as a seventh grader, I don't feel comfortable leaving him here. So they put me in the fucking yeah. ambulance and they took me to Miami Children's. Yeah, the last thing I need is for you to pass out. Right. Yeah. And when I got to Miami Children's, the doctor was like, dude, he's fine. Like I shaved the back of his head. Um, he doesn't need stitches. Like we're going to put a, a piece of gauze back there and a bunch of Neosporin. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Just make him make sure that every time he goes into the bathroom, yeah. he can take a shower. He shampoos the shit out of his head with um the what's it called the um the what's the the baby shampoo the one the no tears or whatever Johnson Johnson. yeah the John the unscented like antibacterial one or whatever just shampoo with that it's for like not, a couple of weeks and it's not tear free it's tear free and a lot of people don't realize that I mean I've never sat there and like poured it into my eyeballs and be like this no, is great no 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 it's tear free like it doesn't tear your hair right it's not tear free right no so i get now that they make now they make like a tear free one a tear free one it's like anti-irritant but when that started like it was just people misreading it it just wouldn't tear your hair like it wouldn't cause damage to like right. baby hair yeah well ow that good. was my elbow <laughs> good job it used to be anyway <laughs> it used to be an elbow it's now yeah. just a bag of dust <laughs> um so that's how i thought i was gonna die one time by just scratching my head apparently on a rock yeah um also hence, fuck that kid if i ever see him i'm gonna push his ass into traffic <laughs> or into coral rocks. or into just i'll yeah. push him into a quarry of coral rocks <laughs> head wounds could uh head wounds can receive like best supporting actor at the at the academy awards Dude. How, how dramatic they are it's ridiculous it's yeah do, i i remember one time in middle school i i uh i got into a fight with this kid and i pushed him into like a fence and i meant to push him into like the bouncy part of the fence like the chain link part and he ran into the pole because that's my luck, and apparently his, and uh, and he got like a little cut on his forehead, but it looked like a sniper had got him. It was on his forehead. Yeah, it looked like I was beating him bloody. I mean, you sent a message. So and he was a little smaller than me. It's so all like right. immediately he's crying and making like a fuss about it. I I mean I feel bad because I was like oh I didn't want that to happen. Well whatever dog he stepped uh, up to the wrong guy. And then everyone's fucking being all, everyone's being all mad at me. And, uh, and by, mind you, by the way, really quick, in my defense, fuck that kid. He was being a dick. Yeah, no, fuck I him. He got what he deserved. Multiple times. No, he was like fucking with me. I told him, multiple times, I'm like, go away. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to interact with you anymore. Right. Please, but he just kept wanting it. Please go away. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well fucking go like, and that was what I was, go away. And I fucking pushed him. <laughs> um... So, yeah, but I remember, like, his dad came in and picked oh him up. Oh, my God. And he gave me the dad look, which I didn't understand at the time because I was a child, but I understand now. But, like, the look where it's like, I'll kill you. You hurt my little child, boy. Yeah. And uh, and I was just like, you're like, I'm yeah. like, just looking at him from across. I'm like, Yeah, what? you had it coming, dude. So To quote like, Wesley Snipes from the insane. first Blade movie, yeah. some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> that is hands down my favorite movie quote ever. <laughs> of any movie ever made that's it that's number one for me for life oh uh, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill um he was definitely trying to ice skate uphill i was the hill uh, and the ice so so but oh everyone thinks that this kid is fucking dying like he like i cracked his head open and like he's fucking like i mean call, do you blame them they call the paramedics 
Dude, this kid comes in the next day. Fine. And he has a half-inch cut above his eyebrow so you created harry potter dude it is the most insignificant looking thing in the world like a really violent mosquito bite this kid was playing it up so hard because he was acting like i killed him and i'm like i almost died in the hospital so when he gets there the next day i got my i got my my vengeance because everyone was as we spoke earlier being horrible children Mm -hmm. and uh and kind of just giving him shit for the fact that he made any big deal about his little uh, good little forehead. Cut. Good, yeah, because it's Miami in middle school in the nineties oh, and early two thousands. So everyone was just like, "You're a little bitch." I felt so vindicated. It's great. I was like, "Oh yes." Yeah, there you go. Violence. Yeah, I'm the hero. I think. Yeah. At Whatever. that point, also listen, as boys in middle school, we didn't believe in anything. We were just there for the violence. That yeah, was our. I mean, that was our I whole think, thing. I, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't about like. Yo, that. I was definitely there for the violence. Middle school was a, a violent period. Not for me because I didn't get into a lot of fights. I'm like maybe two Jesus or three. Christ. But it was just fun watching fights happen. Like yeah, that energy where just a crowd forms. It's like the fucking Thunderdome. Oh, fight, like, fight, that's fight, like fight. Anytime. That could happen right now. I like know. Christy and Millie could do that right now. And I'd and be like, fight, fight, fight. And I'd expect grandma to come in and fight. But fight, 71 fight. strangers will come into my house and we're okay with the fact that they have yeah. now formed a fight circle. Fight, 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 fight. Oh, those are the best. Those you are you great. You hear from down the hall. Yo. Like, <gasps> And tell me, tell me that that energy, Spring. tell me when was the last time you felt energy in the air that you felt like you could touch it? Like that? Like that you were about to see two human beings just beat that shit out of each other. And you're like, I just get to watch this. Probably the last time I saw a fight in the Ale House parking lot. On was it a good one though? In US1. Um... It depends on what your definition of a good one is because... Dude, my definition is like, I, I have the bar set high because like... I've I've seen somebody get literally like the entire shit beat out of them. Well, it was that and it wasn't that. So someone did get knocked out. It was not very much a back and forth. It was very much a one and done. Uh, this guy was really drunk though. So I'll lay the scene. We're at Ale House. There's an event. So there's a lot of people there, right? It's either a UFC fight or it's, or it's fucking St. Pat. It's some shit's going down. But Ale House, is, a- Ale House is usually pretty packed though. Yeah, this was like Five years ago, I think. Yeah, five or six years ago. So, this guy apparently comes with his friends. And then another group comes. It's like two couples and like one other guy. One of those two couples, that girl apparently had been dating the guy who came with his friends earlier. So, he's unhappy that she's there with her new boyfriend. He gets drunk and starts making a scene. So he starts talking shit to this guy. And this guy is clearly bigger than him and clearly less drunk than him. So he's trying to be like, he's kind of being a good guy. He's just like, hey, dude, I don't want this fucking problem. I'm just here with my chick. Sorry this happened. Like, go about your day, dude. Like, I don't want your problem. I don't want your problem. I don't want your problem. Finally, they're outside of the alehouse. This guy has basically walked him out. Like, this party's trying to leave. And this guy just won't stop. And finally, the guy's like, what do you want, dude? Like, we'll go right now. And the guy's like, what? What the fuck are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to do, dude? What the fuck, dude? It's my girl, dude. It's my fucking girl. Walking up to him, chin out, arms back. Like, the worst thing you could ever do. Wow. Super drunk. And, like, this guy gets just his fucking, like, retrained. Laid him out. Dude, this guy just hooks him once. That's it. Boom. This guy goes 
out. I'm talking about on the button. Looney Tune style fallback. <laughs> head hits the concrete. Bounces oh, off the concrete. No. Oh, that's that's good. the worst part. Yeah, is the head bounce. Oh, and just and I and I've heard that before in real life, just mm-hmm. like that skull cracking mm-hmm. sound on concrete and pavement, and it, bro, that like there's not a lot out there that makes me shudder. Oh, yeah. hearing that in real life gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're hearing brain damage. Yeah, like you're oh. like, oh, you're I just heard person. a brain. I just heard a, a human brain bounce inside of a skull. Oh yeah. God, you're not the same person you were three seconds ago. Nope. Um, so yeah, this guy goes out immediately. Like that guy and his girl like dip, like they leave immediately. They're like, Oh, we don't want any of this. So they get in the car, they go and you grab his legs. I'll grab his arms. This guy goes full. Like, you know, like the rigor mortis. Oh yeah. Where they stiffen up and they're like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he went full, full concussion. Um, he's like totally out. Yeah. And then they, uh, and then he woke up to police officers arresting him. So and I'm sure they did it gently too, because at that point it's like he's just a bag of stupidity he wasn't and meat. Fighting anymore, yeah. He was just no. like, "Where am I going? Jail?" Okay, Got no. it. They have a bed there, right? Yeah. Like, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was the last. That was the last fight I saw, which was, which is pretty good, and, and definitely had all of the, all the keynotes. Had the people, had the yelling, had the, had the tension that you could feel. Yeah, that energy. I had our friend Marie. Next to me, yelling, "Fuck him up! Fuck him up! Yeah, I'm, you fuck him up!" I'm glad. What a. F- I was like, Marie, what are you doing? She's like, I'm living the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being my best I'm, self. I'm, I'm living my best life. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is nothing quite like a physical altercation. Like there's like an electricity. There's nothing like violence to give you that electricity. There is, yeah, it's nice. Well, it's just like it's the most primal. You almost don't you almost don't know what to do with it as a spectator. Like you sometimes don't even know what to do with that energy. If it, if it's something you're not used to. Well, it's why like like people some, break some people get like nervous and they're like, "Oh fuck, what was going to happen now?" And they get like Well, yeah, dude, you don't know what the fuck people are going to do. People take that energy and they run with it. They're like Some people do, yeah. Oh, you're fucking that guy up? Cool. I'm going to punch not the next that guy over there all night. So I'm going to go fuck that guy up. Yep. And it happens all the time. Like bar- and That's bar- how riots start. happen. All it takes is a fight breaking out. Someone in that fight accidentally hitting a spectator, like if they go to throw a punch and they yep. elbow them by accident or something. And now that now guy's that pissed. spectator's pissed. Now he, they jump in, but a friend of the guy who's fighting is going trying oh, to pull him you, off. You're not going to jump my boy. And then that other guy's friend jumps, and then it just yeah. turns into like a hard And that's and that's when it turned into a and ballroom then it turns blitz. Into a party, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say the ballroom blitz, but yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. All right, so it's that time. I don't even really know what we just talked about in its entirety. Uh, me either, but you know what? I'm happy the way it came out, and that, that that's how we segue straight into... basically just us getting together It's just nonsense. Stuff. Yeah, it's just nonsense. But now we move into our favorite section. Would you would rathers? You, yeah. Is it would you rather time? It is would you rather and... Would you rather suck or fuck? Um, that's mine for this week. You know, I'm not entirely sure. Really? I think it depends on the situation. As a guy, would you rather suck or would you rather fuck? Um, I don't know, man. Dude, I love eating puss. It's kind of one of my favorite things. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. And only because I know my parents listen to this. Oh. So I'm going to keep it. At least on my end, I'm going to keep it PG just for their sake. Sorry, moms and pops. I mean, listen, you know what? I'm not censoring myself for your parents. You don't have to. Listen. I love you guys. It's a natural thing. 
I'm a 28 year old adult. Human sexuality is a beautiful, natural thing. And if that's if that's one of the things that you like is servicing your your wife, dude, more power to you. You know. I believe the term you're looking for is eating puss. <laughs> that is the scientific term. <laughs> um, I'm you know I'm I'm big into the boobs. They're a fan. Yeah. They're a fantastic set of attachments. Is that, so is that is that your is that your go to uh, go to body part attraction? I mean, look, I am an ass man. I am. But there's really there are few things on earth that beat just a good solid pair of tits. Agreed. Like and size does not matter. Shape does not matter. Whoa. All, all these things matter. No, not really. Once you've seen one pair, you want to see them all. No, for sure. I mean, they're all different, but... But they're great. But everything matters. Well, I mean, it matters in that, like... Objectively for your... Sure. For your own, like... For your own pleasure and your own just the, the like, oh, I like looking at this and yeah. feeling it. But, like, I'm just as happy around a pair of A cups as I am around a pair of double Ds and everything in between. Like, boobs are great. They're just fantastic. What and they give it? life. And what is it about boobs that you could literally stare at? I don't know. They're it's not just, even. I'm telling you right now. It's for, just a weird appendage to see on a human being. Well, for any woman listening, it's not all the time. Most of the time, it's not even sexual. Yeah, it's not. I'm just fascinated. It's just, there's boobs there. Yeah, it's I'm like, like these I are nice to look, look at. at. Yeah, they're just boobs. Like, it's I I compare it almost to, and I mean, this is as good as I can get because I'm not a woman, so I don't know what happens in their infinitely more complex mind than mine does. But I feel like it's when a chick sees a guy that has like fantastic bone structure like he's got just the best jawline on earth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they just it's not that they're like oh my god he's so hot like i just want to look at him they're just looking at him because they're like wow that guy's really like that bone like his jaw is amazing like that yeah. face is perfectly symmetrical like an actor or something it transcends something sexual at that point it's just like i'm fascinated by looking at you yes and that's how i sometimes feel about boobs is i'm just like it complements your body so well like certain women, certain boob sizes on them complement their body shape, their height, mm -hmm. their weight, their figure, everything. And you're just like, you're in awe of it for a moment that you're just appreciating the human form. Yeah. That you're just like, man, that looks good. I mean, don't get me wrong. But it then it's also when, sexual. No, there's a sexual component to it. But, but there are so many times that I've just been like, oh, boobs. But just women in general, all shapes, colors, sizes, I don't care. Women are just the... Man, God was having a good day when he made the ladies. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. the best mm -hmm. day ever. Except for the whole period and childbirth thing. But you know what? I mean... Listen. Not every system is perfect. <laughs> They're not. Listen. Women, the male system is far more convenient. <laughs> I feel like we've spoken about this. I am convinced that men have their own version of a period. Where we just become intolerable for like four or five days of the month. For no reason. Nothing is wrong. Like, our favorite sports team is doing fine. Bills are paid. The dogs are healthy. The house is in repair. Like, everything's good. But for whatever reason, there's three or four days there where you're just this intolerable prick. Everything upsets you, and you're just in a bad, grumpy mood. I think... I go through it once a month. I don't know when, for no reason. I don't I don't necessarily go through that. I think I, I unconsciously anticipate, like, when Christy starts PMSing. Mm-hmm. Or when she has her period. And you adjust. And I, I mean, yeah, like I, I kind of like, I can tell because I know when I'm feeling kind of off, I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, what day is it? Um, And then I'll kind of know. But she has like her own tells. So I'll know when it's coming. Millie does too. Like when Millie gets really like snarky with me and she mm -hmm. like snaps at every little dumb thing I say, 
I'm like, oh, okay, you have people visiting from out of town. Got oh, it. I know when it's Christie's. So Christie has Energy Explosion is day one. She's like, she's Damn, usually you got this still, shit mapped out? She's usually still good. Day two is Chicken Little. What the fuck is Chicken Little? Sky's falling. Everything's wrong. Oh, okay, Everything's, got it. Her Every decision she's made up to now has been the wrong one. Um, <laughs> I'm a failure. It's, it's just, yeah, the sky's falling. Okay. The sky's falling down. Got it. Day three is I'm tired. Like, it's, I don't understand how I'm supposed to be awake right now or how I'm supposed to get anything done. I just need to sleep and just disconnect. And Damn, relax. yo. She's got wild phases. Yeah. And then day four, day four is kind of a toss up. It could either be like a continuation of I'm tired or I'm starting to feel a little better. Like it's now we're kind of like on the upswing. I'm still like I got cramps, but like we're still feeling we're getting we're starting to get a little better. And then like toward the end of it, she's she like just like balances out. Balances out. Okay. Yeah. With Mills, it's not anything even approaching that level of concrete reliability. Mm -hmm. She's just she just wakes up one day and says, "Well, for the next five days, fuck you and the horse you rode in on." Yeah. Like, and that's nice. her response to everyone and everything in existence yeah. for four or five days. Okay, babe, do you want breakfast? Fuck you. Yeah, okay, pretty much. Baby, love you so much. Yeah, have a nice day at work, babe. Go fuck yourself. Like, got it. What's so fucking nice about the day, you piece of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just everything. Like nothing. No, she's happy about nothing for four days. Granted, I go into nurse mode because I am a fantastic house husband and nurse. Um, but anything she needs, baby, you need your heating pad? Yes. Would you like some chocolate? Yes. Um, do you have all your emergency lady supplies for work tomorrow? No, I don't. Okay, I'll go restock your little bag. Mm -hmm. um, anything. Like, I just want to make it so she doesn't yell at me because it hurts. Yeah, just like, I want to be as helpful as possible. Yeah, just don't yell at me, please. I don't know if you know this, but... You get really mean. Yeah. I'm really scared right now. <laughs> so mean. Um, Baby, are you feeling okay? Yeah. Are you I feeling really, okay? Wait, how did we get to the female? Uh, because you asked, you asked, would you rather? rather suck or fuck? Yeah. So and I have one. talking about boobs somehow? So, yeah. Well, because boobs are amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, so I have one for you. Yeah, go on. Yeah, um, mine's more of a gag anyway. So. It's okay. So there was actually, when we talked about um in between this episode and the last yeah. when we we're talking about you know introducing the would you rathers at the end of the episodes there was a reddit post like a thread okay on ask reddit uh -huh. that was posted by user um i'm not even sure i'm gonna know how to pronounce this ped Ileb. i don't know i'm sorry spell that p-e-d uh-huh p-e-d-i-t-t-l-e-b-b Pedileb, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Pedileb. Pedileb. No, eb e b b at the end, not t. There's no t. No. Yeah, I don't know. Point what is, what does it spell backwards? The, the bedlibid pip. Yeah, <laughs> fine, right. Got it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is. Pretty popular. It's got like 59,000 upvotes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's up there. <laughs> I would classify that as pretty popular. The most upvoted comment on here uh -huh. for a Would You Rather okay. is by a user called Arvelts. Okay. R-V-E-L-T-S. Okay. It's 38,000 upvotes on this one comment. Okay. All songs exist, but they are all performed by Pitbull. Or only one Pitbull song exists, but it's performed by every artist with their own cover interpretation. Ooh, number wow. two. Number two. 
Yeah. Number two, the one Pitbull song with with artist cover takes on it. Can you imagine every song ever written? I can't. But performed by Pitbull. I can't. If I have to hear Pitbull do Blackbird, I'll fucking kill myself. I'm not even gonna attempt to sing it because in my mind I was too busy thinking of like, I don't know. I was thinking like Chopin's number nine, oh, but just in the middle, Mr. Worldwide, Dale, shots, 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 shots. It's not even him. His piano is so beautiful. I don't care. That's some shit he'd sing. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. 305. Oh <laughs> my God. I can't imagine a world where all my favorite songs are fucking Pitbull singing them. But. Do you have any other Would You Rathers? Because there's some other good ones on that thread. Yeah, there has to be a ton of them. Um, oh, I got a good one. Go. Wait. Penis-sized nipples or nipple-sized penis? <laughs> the ancient conundrum. I guess... Penis-sized nipples because I can get plastic surgery? You know, you're not wrong. That like, I hadn't thought of that. You're a like smart if, man. Yeah, like if... If I have, if in this scenario I have the, if I have access to modern medical technology, then yeah. Did you find another one? What is it? This is incredible. <laughs> Would you rather have, hold on. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Would you rather have All Star by Smash Mouth play every time you orgasm or orgasm every time you hear All Star by Smash Mouth? <laughs> I would definitely want. I'm gonna All go with Star the second to, one. I, no, first I'd want it to play every time I orgasm, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah, just like I finished. I was like, oh, hey now, now you're an all star. Oh, God. Get your game on. Go play. It has to be. It has to be at the chorus too. It can't be at the beginning. I don't want to start from the beginning. I just want like, like a. No, I want. I want mine clip. to. I want mine to start when he starts singing. When the years get older. What? You know what I'm talking about. I do. I don't know how uh, the song starts. I don't remember either. We should not talk about it before one of us orgasms. <laughs> so, that's basically it. Any other updates? Um, acting class is going good? Acting class is going good. I'm filming. We're filming our first or my first scene uh, from La La Land we're doing. Ah, La La Land. La La Land. Uh, so, yeah, we're filming that on Thursday. I'm really excited about that. It's Fuck yeah, cool. all right. Um... I'm meeting up with my with one of my scene partners. Sadly, my other scene partner has has the pink eye. I heard double pink eye. Double pink eye, man. Someone really doesn't she like She was her. definitely part of lots of farts in the pillow. The devil's three way. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got the she got the brown end. Oh. Um. But yeah, no. Uh. But I'm meeting up with my other acting partner, or scene partner, and we're gonna go through it one more time before Thursday. So Sweet. Okay. It should be fun, and I'll uh. We can maybe. I don't know, upload it to our Instagram or a clip can, of it. Yeah, or absolutely. Or IGTV it or some shit. I don't know. But you'll get to see my bad acting. That works. Uh, You're horrible uh, acting. My atrocious oh, acting. Atrocious. Uh, but yeah, no, that's going well. It's, okay. Uh, it's, definitely been, it's definitely been fun. I have two more months after this, so I'm, I'm excited to see what else we do. Sweet. Yeah. All right. I How have a... Um, well, I have to keep a promise I made to you in the last episode. Oh, that's right. You do. Yes. Come on. Um, so... At the improv. Uh-huh. They have open mic night. Okay. Um tickets are like five bucks oh, a person great. to get in, which you know, as it should be, obviously. Yeah. Um you have to provide two to five minutes of material. What 
That's it. Just two to five minutes. That's so good. That's just, easy. That's two it's to easy. five minutes. It's actually not. It's actually. It's not. Difficult. It's going to be probably super one of the hardest things I've ever done. But super difficult. Um, but you have to provide two to five minutes of material. Um, and then essentially, when you're ready, you contact the improv. You let them know what open mic night you want to do. Okay. And then they'll, if they've got space, they'll pencil you in. Fuck that's yes. Basically, it. So the goal now is going to be to start learning how to write comedy. Okay. So I can figure out how do I do two to three minutes of a bit. I'm gonna try to write a whole five minutes and then chop it down. Do do five to ten minutes and then cut and then just out. start cutting it down. Yeah, and I'm gonna like try it out on like you guys and Mills and some of my friends and shit yeah. and see like what everybody thinks. What's your time frame? Like, you what do I want to do? No, no, you need a time frame for when you're gonna go up. Like, what do you mean? How long are you giving yourself between now and doing an open mic? Oh, night? and actually doing it? Yeah. yeah. The you need to have a hard day. The latest open mic night that I saw on their schedule is, I think, September fifteenth of Jesus this year. Christ, okay. Um, Don't wait that long. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's the latest one that I've seen available. Realistically, I want to give myself to the end of the year, but I feel like if I give myself that much of a time frame, too much. I'm just gonna put it off. That's too much, dude. Um, dude, dude like, so I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it before July. fall. July. Yeah, I'd like to do it before fall. Okay. Okay, but let's say July. Sure. July. If they have if they have something available by the end of July, then I'll 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 give it a shot. End of July. That's great. Okay, so we'll go for end of July. Okay. I can't believe I'm doing this. Holy shit. Okay. I'm I actually with you. I'm kind of. I kind of want to go up. I mean, I want to go up too. If you can write five minutes, if you can write five minutes of material and chop out. it down, I'll figure something out. Wow! But you know what we do? We make sure that they schedule us one right after the other, and our bits have to segue into each other. Oh my god! But don't tell anybody. We just we, we don't know yeah, each just other. Just immediately start where you left off. Just exactly. Like, just pick up. So everyone will be so confused. That'd be amazing. We should try it. That'd be incredible. All right, I'm really excited about this. By the way. By the way, how long have we been? Very how, proud of you. How long is uh, this episode? We're twenty. Okay, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, and, okay. And it, it gives us, if we want yeah. to put anything out. And I'm also sure the sound quality on this is going to be I'm hoping it's good. Way better. I'm well, in the, really in the tests that we did before we started recording, they sounded good. They sounded pretty great. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been uh, this is a, a good episode. trip down memory lane. Yeah, this is great. We got to do this more it's often. Great. Yeah, we should. Maybe we should start a podcast. We should. We're going to start a podcast. All right. What do you think we should call it? Um... Something to do with supermarkets, I feel. That's the vibe I'm getting. God, you love supermarkets so much. Something with milk, maybe? Maybe. Cheese? Mm, something definitely ma- something aisle. Mm. C- clean up on aisle six? No. No. The meat aisle? No. Ooh. The medicine aisle. <sighs> I, don't know, I don't want people to think this is a medicine podcast or a medical podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone. <laughs> no one's gonna I don't think, think that. Anyone. I mean, everything. <laughs> hey, where do you get your medical news from? Oh, this great podcast called The Dairy Aisle. <laughs> there it is, The Dairy Aisle. I like they, that name. Uh, <laughs> they really, they really. That's know a good stuff. one. Um. Well, shoppers. It's been great. It has been great, but we have to close the doors now. Well, if you want any more information, or you just want to follow us on Instagram, we're on there at The Dairy Aisle. Yeah. Uh, follow us. Uh, because our producer. Is amazing, and yeah. she posts stuff all the time. And oh we yeah, post stuff all the time. Yep, uh, and we'd love to see you guys on there. And also, I want to I want to start posting more on there too. I'm gonna personally. tell her to post a poll on there. I don't know if she did already. She might. Have. Um, I'm gonna double check before we close out this episode because if she didn't, well, you could check after. I know, but I want to do they it. Don't have to hear us do cooking in the, the show. They're, they'll be. They'll live. Hold they on. They don't want to see how the sauce is made. The sauce. Let me see. You no, she didn't. Perfect. Which means I can ask her to do it. Um. 
her and I are currently having a war because Jesus. while I am lactose intolerant, I am a firm believer that the greatest flavor of ice cream ever is mint chocolate chip. She says that that's garbage. I told her she can get the fuck out of this house. It's not garbage, but it's not the best. You can go get the hell out of this mint house too. Look, listen to me. Mint chocolate chip is delicious, and I thoroughly enjoy it because of my wife. She she very much put me onto it because I wasn't a fan. And then over twelve years, she fucking beat me down enough to where I was like, okay, I think fine, I I'll try it. Like, <laughs> and uh, and I do enjoy it. I do it enjoy a good mint chocolate chip. But how dare you? How dare you snuff out a Belgian dark chocolate? Or a coffee and chocolate mixture. Well, clearly the best flavors of ice cream. Two reasons: one, lactose intolerance, so I can't have any of that shit. And two, IBS, also can't have any of that shit. Then this, what the fuck are you advocating for mint chocolate chip for? Because if for one day a fucking genie was like, "Yo, you can have any dairy-based product you want, and it will not cause you any pain well, don't at they, all," don't right? They make, don't they make pills that you could take that? Like, They're called wussy pills. Thanks, Lactate Corporation. Um. But they don't do anything for people as broken as me where we don't produce any of the lactase enzyme at all. Oh, really? So I'd have to basically down a box, which is essentially tantamount to ODing. Um, but if that genie fucking was like, yo, you can have any dairy product you want. You can have pizza. You can have cheese. I don't give a fuck. I'd be like, yo, get me a pint of your finest, finest gourmet mint chocolate chip ice cream. And I'm going to sit down in front of my fucking TV, watch whatever the fuck I want. And enjoy the shit out of this. Because in 24 hours, it's never going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will savor every freezing cold, mm -hmm. velvety, smooth mm -hmm. spoonful mm -hmm. of that ice cream. However, Belgian dark chocolate, why don't we have the best of both worlds? Why not mint chocolate chip where the chocolate chips are chips of Belgian dark chocolate? I do like this. I do like this idea. Now, question. You have a genie. Why didn't you just ask him to fix your stomach permanently? Because then I would weigh 300 pounds. Because I would never stop making up for the fucking almost 14 years that I've been like this. I mean, it might not be a bad thing, you know? Like, I, if, that's the, if, that's the, if that's the case, would you just be Monday cafe morning. Con leche? Cafe con leche. Monday morning, we're starting with a three or four patty high cheeseburger. Oh. That's how oh. we're starting breakfast. Oh. Extra cheese. Well, before we start talking about. Jesus Christ, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Good night. Um. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at the uh, Dairy Isle. At the Dairy Isle, I'm on there uh, as at uh, Jigamuth, J I G G A M U T H. Pronounce it whatever way you please. Yeah. Elias is on Reddit. I'm on Reddit. Yeah, you can find me on there. Patches O'Hulahan. Patches O'Hulahan. If you yep. can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Dodge a ball. Yep. Dip, duck, dodge, dip, and dive. Uh, the five Ds. Have a great day night morning wherever whatever time you're listening to this. whenever wherever you're listening to this and, uh, and in the wise words of wesley snipes some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill have good, a beautiful day good night y'all